Welcome to the Revolutionary Radio Project. I am your host, Rob Skiba. Tonight, um, yeah, probably going to be another one of those controversial shows. What else is new? <laughs> um, I'm going to be talking about Q again this evening. Um, those of you who've been listening to this broadcast for a while now know that uh, I have remained extremely skeptical of this whole Q thing cautiously hopeful maybe would be a word but extremely skeptical and I've had quite a number of guests on my show talking really against Q and I thought well it would only be fair if I listened to the other side and I've been talking with a brother of mine a friend a brother in Christ named John Monroe I met John at a conference a number of years ago and uh, he has always been a, a faithful supporter of our ministry who has lovingly prayed for us through difficult times and prayed for our son and just really been there for us in quite a number of ways. And anytime I've posted things negative about Trump or Q or anything like that, he's always been there with sort of another way of looking at it. So I thought, well, all right, I'll tell you what. Why don't we just spend two hours talking about it not just for me, but for you, our listening audience here on the Revolutionary Radio Project and on Truth Frequency Radio. So I figured, yep, let's just go ahead and do it. We uh, found a time that would work, and that is this evening. So my guest is John Monroe. He's a brother in Messiah, as I said, a brother in Christ from Massachusetts, where I grew up. He began his spiritual walk with our Heavenly Father and his Messiah in 1982. He's a mechanical engineer uh, from Northeastern University. He retired in 2014 from a 32-year career in the U.S. Army, so we're brothers-in-arms also. As a civilian government employee, he, is, uh, he works in the field of technology development, program management, manufacturing management, product deployment, logistics support. He's been a successful entrepreneur who opened a retail store in Nashua, New Hampshire, Forgive me if I butchered that name. In 2014, you know, New England's got some weird names up there. I grew up in uh, Chicopee, Massachusetts, but about 45 minutes sort of northeast-ish from where I lived is a place we pronounce Worcester, but it's it's, it's spelt like Worcester, uh, Worcester or something like that. But, you know, anyway, uh, he's married, has six children and ten grandchildren, and he is a... I would say a pretty hardcore supporter of Q and Trump. So, uh, you know, uh, let's talk about it. So with that said, John, are you there, sir? I'm here, Rob. Glad hey, to be here. Hey, man. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. And uh, 
I can't promise my audience won't be hostile because <laughs> a lot of people are, are not on the Q page. So I went ahead and titled the, this evening's broadcast to Q or not to Q. That is the question. So uh, I figured, well, you know what? I'll give you a platform to try to convince us that this is something perhaps worth listening to and paying attention to and uh, sort of see what uh, the other side of the argument is. Um, but before we do that, you know, I read a little bit of your bio there. Why don't you go ahead and just tell us a little bit more about yourself, your testimony, how you came to Christ, and then we'll get into this whole QAnon and Trump and all that good stuff. Yeah, it sounds good, Rob. Uh, yeah, no problem. You know, controversy is not a problem. We'll, we'll do, the Father will lead us into all truth, right? Mm. So uh, just to give you a little bit of background of me and everybody out there, uh, actually, you know, can we start with a prayer, Rob? Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely, man. So uh, if you don't mind, Father in heaven, we really appreciate this time. I appreciate it. And I, we, Father, we just pray for wisdom, that your spirit would anoint us and give us, lead us into all truth. And you would, you would open eyes to see and you would give us ears to hear and give us a heart to understand. And we rebuke the enemy and the principalities and the powers and the liars that would, and the slanderers that would come against, against your word and against your spirit. And we pray in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen. So, so, Rob, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. I've been looking forward to tonight. And, uh, yeah, let me give us a little background so people get to know who I am a little bit. So my last name is Monroe, and that's Scottish for anybody who's wondering. Ah, so I've got a Scottish, Scottish. heritage. Uh, I'm Scottish yeah. on mom's side, so we got uh, we got even more in common there. There you go. So, in the you know, we've traced the clan Monroe back to uh, all the way back to around 1,000 years ago. Hmm. And uh, the clan Monroe, they're high, Scottish Highlanders, and they were warriors. And uh, <laughs> the, the Monroe clan was run out of Scotland around 900, I think, 900 A.D., and they were driven to Ireland, and they settled in around a river called Roe, R-O, hmm. and they became known as the Men of Roe. That's where the name Monroe comes from. And, yeah, man. Yeah, so also, you know, it's also historically shown that the clan Monroe fought alongside William Wallace and Robert the Bruce. And mm. so there's a really interesting heritage. And I have done, I love history and I love to see, you know, you know, ancestry and things like that because I always wonder, God has come into my life and I wonder, well, who were the, who were the forefathers before me that I'm being blessed by, right? Because of the blessings upon generation after generation. So, it's really interesting to see that. And then my sister did some research, great research, and found out that our family was directly descended from the the, uh, the pilgrims on the Mayflower. And uh, I, my, my family is a direct descendant with no, no twice removed and all that good stuff, right? So we were, so William Brewster was the spiritual leader and pastor of the Mayflower clan. And William Bradford was the governor, first governor of Plymouth. And both of them are my grandfathers, uh, thir thir 14 greats in my grandfather's. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm sure there was a blessing from that. And then another interesting tidbit is Monroe with a U. And my, my, a lot of people, you see Monroe with an O, like Marilyn Monroe, James Monroe, the president, right? Hmm. But we spell it with a U. And, but the names were changed over the years as people traveled you know, to America and stuff like that. But... And the Revolutionary War at Lexington and Concord, uh, the shot heard around the world, uh, on the green in Lexington, where the first eight men were killed, the first eight colonists were killed, 
there were four Monroes. Robert, William, Ebenezer, and Nathan Monroe were all on the green. And some say the first, but one of the eight that was killed that, that day was Robert Monroe. And, uh, and then once the battle moved to Concord, uh, the headquarters of the colonial uh, army, uh, well, it, wasn't, it was militiamen at that point, the headquarters was at the Monroe Tavern, which was owned by, I think, William, but I'm not sure. And that tavern is still there as part of the historical. When you go to see the reenactments, it's a big part of the show. So, and that's, you know, not too far from my house. So that's pretty cool background. So there was definitely some uh, great history there in, uh, that we celebrate in my family. I was raised in Mass, so and you know, I was brought up. Really, I wasn't. You know, you your testimony. You were brought up in a you know with a pastor father and a Christian home. I was not. Uh, my home was, um, you know, my mother was Methodist. I mean, my father was Methodist. My mother was Episcopalian. My father converted to Episcopalian, but we really weren't taught in the ways of God. And I was had a godless childhood, and my life, you know, really went down a bad path. And uh, I ended up really ended up in, in, in the kingdom of darkness, you know, even starting at a very young age. And uh, I can remember, uh, if I, you know, back when I was probably like eight or nine years old, you know, those times when you're a little kid and uh, my sister did something wrong and I got blamed for it, right? That's the worst. And I got sent to my room. And I remember as a young guy, and I says, well, this, this is injustice. I need to pray. And I started to pray to God. And I prayed, and this voice came to me, and I know it was the enemy. And he says, God can't hear you. He's too busy. You know, and, and he finally talked me into there is no God. And I believed it. And so at a young age, I just shut off the idea of God. And, of course, that brought in a lot of, even though I, even though I was still going to church with my parents on Sunday, and I was still an acolyte carrying the candle down the row, right? But I had no awareness of God. I was pretty much an atheist from a very young age. And at the age of 12, I got wrapped up into drugs and drinking and everything at a very young age. And it was about a seven year period there of, you know, I had a lot of difficulty and, you know, a lot of hurt and all these things. So I'm going through my life with absolutely no knowledge or awareness of God whatsoever. And then 1982, I was in college by that point, and I was 19 years old. And I was hitchhiking home from Boston because I was going to school in Boston, and I got picked up by this guy. And, you know, my first question is, hey, you got, you know, he was about, you know, I was 19, he might have been in his late 20s, and he looked like a cool dude, right? And I says, hey, you got a joint? And he goes, no, I don't do that anymore because I got Jesus. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And, it was an amazing ride, and he drove me all the way to Westboro. I lived in Westboro then. And the presence of God filled that, that cab, and I didn't know what that was, and I wasn't saved. I, I, it was just bizarre, and the whole weekend with my friends after that, we just, I couldn't stop talking about this experience. And then, of course, a few weeks later, I got picked up by a hitchhiker again, and it happened again. This time it was my dentist, and he had become born again, and he's telling me all about it, and I'm like, this is weird. And then I got, I started my new job on April 5th, 1982 for the, where I retired from a few years ago and started there and I found out the other young interns from who were in college at the same time. And I met this new guy and I was brand new the first day at work. 
And I say, hey, you want to go to lunch? We went to lunch. And I start telling him about these hitchhiking experiences and these people that were trying to tell me about God. And his face shined up and he looked at me, he goes, and he was from Georgia. And he goes, and he was a Baptist. And he goes, well, praise be. I just got born again. He said, I'm a, I almost fell out of my chair. I'm like, what is going on? So I was invited by this dentist and he called my mother and he says, we want you guys, your son and your daughters to go to this weekend encounter. And we went, I don't, it was almost, it was like crazy that we went. I, I was like, why, why do my, what's happening here? Actually, when I was in the car with him, he said, he looked at me and he said, uh, I think you should go to this retreat. And I'm like, dude, I'm a drug dealer. I mean, inside, I didn't say this outside, you know, I'm like, I mean, I, you have no idea. I have no interest in this and you don't even, you know, and so, but God took a hold of my mouth and I said, okay, sounds good. I think I'll go. I was like, what did I just say? What did I just say? And I went there and it was amazing experience. And near the end of the weekend, you know, it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it got to be Sunday. And I saw these people who were not every, there was probably a hundred people there. And, but you know, there was definitely a handful of people who's just the love of God was flowing out of them and the spirit of God was upon them. And I saw them and I was like, these people are different and I'm amazed by it. And on this whole experience over the last month or two, I was like, God is trying to talk to me, but I'm resisting. And I'm not opening up. And I finally, at the end, I went away all by myself. I remember it was a long hallway. And there was a big window there. And I finally says, okay. You know, I hadn't prayed since I was nine years old, right? And that time where I decided, the enemy said, there is no God. And I says, okay, if you're real, show yourself to me. And I, and I said, I'm, I'm humbling myself. And uh, a miracle happened. And uh, the light shined in my, it was almost like a, I can't explain it to people. A spiritual thing happened to me. And, and all of a sudden, this bright light just shone all around me. And the spirit of God just enveloped me with warmth. And I was just weeping uncontrollably for, I don't know how long. It could have been a while. I don't know. It was such a... And he just started talking to me like, I'm here, I'm real. And I was just amazing. And I came back in the room and everyone looked at me like, like the Shekinah glory was on my, like, what happened to you? And my eyes were like different. And, and I, that was a total transformation. And I became, at that point, I just became on fire for God. And I, all I could do was read his word constantly. I, I think I got through the Bible in less than a year. The first year I just consumed it. And uh, on, I was on my way. And, uh, you know, and, you know, for the first couple of years, I was, in, I, I saw all the different parts of the, of the kingdom of God, right? I was Episcopal, and then we went to an evangelical church, and I went to a Presbyterian church, and a Methodist church, Assembly of God. And I was popping around trying to find, you know, where's the spirit of God? Because I'd met him, and everywhere I went, it was like, well, not everybody here knows the spirit of God. So I was searching. And then I ended up in Boston. And, uh, and I got involved with this group that was people that were uh, coming out of the Jesus movement, the revival, the Jesus movement revival, for people who don't know, happened in the 70s, early 70s, even late 60s. And we were sort of on the tail end in 82 of that Jesus movement, right? And so these people were all, now we're gifts of the spirit, full gospel, fivefold ministry, all that stuff, and evangelism. So it was a whole new world I was involved with. And I had a real passion for revivalists 
I studied Edwards and Whitfield and Finney and Spurgeon and Azusa Street and Raven Hill, and I was a big fan of Keith Green. You know, mm-hmm. you know Keith Green mm-hmm. music, and mm-hmm. you know he was the guy. Wake up, church! You know, you're all backslidden. You know, mm-hmm. so I was this guy like that, and uh, and I had a great desire. My biggest desire, and we did a lot of street preaching, and we saw some great things happen in, in the in the kingdom as we you know we were we were in the belly of the beast in Boston, Harvard Square. Mm-hmm. We, were at, we were at the universities. We were at MIT, at Northeastern, at Boston University, and it was quite an exciting time in my life. It was really amazing, and I really grew up in God, and he and I was convinced, I'm going in the ministry, I'm going to be a missionary, I'm going to do, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm just going to ready, I'm just going to live the book of Acts, baby, let's go, you know? And then, um, you know, life happened, and I got married in 1986, and I had two boys at that time, not that, not 187 and 1990, you met Jeffrey, is my younger son and uh and everything was going great until we hit a church scandal and it really shook my faith and uh the scandal was personal because my my sister and my parents and me were involved in it and it ended up well i'll tell this story another time that the entire uh movement and this was a worldwide church disintegrated because of the involvement of my sister and my parents and me exposing corruption boy that shook me rob i was like wow and we moved away and i was like i was shaken the enemy uses things like that and then life kind of my life then kind of unwound a little bit and i kind of lost my way and until in 1993 my life completely blew up and i got uh, i went through a divorce from hell and uh, and then i went through a wilderness period uh, for 13 years, a long one, until 2006. In 2006, Holy Spirit tapped me on the shoulder and says, all right, I've been waiting for you. I woke me back up. And uh, that was 14 years ago, and I've been on a 14-year journey, uh, you know, on a quest for truth. And, you know, a lot of that quest and a lot of that journey, you know, sort of started, I, I remember when you know, I, I kept digging, and I kept finding more truth that I never knew before, you know, uh, uh, you know, Kent Hovind and all that stuff that he, you know, his concepts, which I don't agree with them all now, but at the time it was revolutionary. And then I found you on the, on the internet and all the, all the, uh, layers of truth that you've been discovering over the last 10 years. And I've been following right along and it's been, it's been amazing. Where did we meet? Was it the, uh, back to the future Congress or, or conference or was it, um, I think that's what it the was. The first time, yeah, the first the first time we met, I think at, at least three different times, yeah. but the first one was in was it Houston? Yeah. Back uh, with, with 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 the first time you had uh, like Lex and um, oh you and um, oh that was an Isaiah forty six ten conference. Isaiah forty six ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We went to that one, and then we met again at the Flat Earth Conference in 2017, yeah. I think, the first one. That was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And then we went to Take on the World. We met you there as well. So we met a few times. Well, I mean, in all of our encounters, you've been nothing but a massive blessing to myself and my family. So I figure I owe you at least that much to uh, allow you to come on and speak your mind on this thing. Now I've already, you know, my, the chat room is right now full of Q is a psyop. It's a, you know, Trojan horse. It's, a, it's, it's all the, all the usual negative that you ex- expect. So, you know, like I said, brother, it's a hostile crowd. Um, 
I'm not. Hey, I'm not looking. I'm not even looking at the chat, so I'm not going to worry about it. Right <laughs> yeah. Now. How's that? Well, that's the the key to sanity is not reading the comments, right? So. Right. Um, but I'm just going to I'm just going to share the truth as I understand it, and if people don't agree with it, it's not my problem. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. Now, uh, you know, we got a few minutes before we go to break. Was there anything else you wanted to add to your testimony? Or are you ready to start jumping in? Oh, we could jump in unless you have any more questions about about my background. No, uh, yeah, I think you covered it well enough. To, so now we know who we're dealing with here. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, uh, when I first heard of Q, and there's that video that goes around, you know, trust the plan. Uh, yeah. It, it, I got to be honest, it filled me with a tremendous amount of hope um, because, uh, you know, I was in the military for eight years and, you know, everybody's got their issues, you know, and any organization you go to, there's always, you know, the bad apples. But for the most part, the vast majority of the guys that I served with were all really great guys, you know, right. uh, not all of them believers, but a fair amount of them were. But even the ones that that weren't believers and and a number of cases they were better than some of the believers that I knew you know as far as yeah you know men of character yeah right? men yeah. of character you know just good upright people wanting to serve mm. you know uh you know, if not god and country at least country and family and you know mm. do their thing and the guys that I served with you know it, it, it these are the kind of people that I'd want to if I ever had to go into battle you know that I would trust these guys you know and that if an order ever came down for, you know, the, for the soldiers to go against the American people, I, I don't know anybody, at least at that time, that would have obeyed that order, you know. So when, when you know, during the Clinton administration and stuff, when there were massive military cutbacks, bases being shut down, I mean, I remember actually uh, uh, being assigned terrorist duty to guard a runway and they gave us empty M16s, no ammunition. Like there was no budget. Mm. There was no budget for ammo. So, yep. like we gotta, yep. you know, like we're like, what are we supposed to do with this? You know, <laughs> throw it at them. You know, so mm. you know, like guys are getting their you know shotguns or whatever they could get from home. You know, and bringing it with. I mean, that's how bad it was. I mean, the helicopters that that I worked on, I was I was both a pilot and and a mechanic. Um, and we were having to cannibalize. You know, one aircraft would go down for something minor, but they wouldn't have any parts to fix it. So, you know, that aircraft's down, and another one would have a problem, but a part that it needed was on the other aircraft that was down, so we're cannibalizing on the first one that's down to make the second one fly. You know, I mean, that's how bad it was getting. You know, so I could easily see from that point forward a group of high-ranking military personnel saying, yeah, we got to do something here, <laughs> you know. Uh, meanwhile, right. you know, we get 9-11, you know, shortly afterwards, after I left, I got out and I was out in 93, was out for five years, went back in 98 for one year, then I remembered why I got out in the first place and then got out again, didn't look back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, a few years later, we got 9-11. So, uh, you know, I'm thinking, at that time, we're all like, let's turn the whole Middle East into a glass factory. How dare you, right? Uh, that, was, mm-hmm. that was when I was really sucking on the blue pill, like hardcore blue pillar. Mm. Uh, it wasn't until mm-hmm. 2006 that I began to red pill and realized that whole thing was a scam. Uh, and how many of our boys had to, you know, suffer and die and kill other people and make them suffer and die uh, all for a lie. So, you know, the, unfortunately, the military, I mean, we are the pawns in this game and they don't care about us, you know. Right. So, it was easy for me to imagine high-ranking military officials after several just horrific administrations finally saying, you know what, we've got a choice here. We either take over with a military coup 
Or right. we try to find a guy that we can use, prop him up, be, you know, he'd be the figurehead. We can be pulling the strings in the background and try to fix this thing from within. That was my understanding of the Q narrative when I first got into it, when when other people that I knew were getting into it, and they're saying, Rob, you got to check this out. And I looked into it, and, you know, seeing the video, hearing the narrative, remembering my time in the military, uh, it was a very believable uh, narrative that I could conceive in my head and say, okay, I, I get that. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, Trump wasn't owned by the banks. He, he's bankrolling right. himself. So, you know, he wasn't a Goldman Sachs you know, puppet. Yep. Um, there's a lot he of certainly, he, he certainly didn't need to do this. He, he was already a billionaire. Yeah, why like, did he do this? Yeah, you like, have to ask yourself, why it, did he take, why is he taking this abuse? It, yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Of course, he's got the temperament and the personality to be able to handle it and just slap it right back right. at him. So, you know, I, I wouldn't consider myself, um, a fan of Trump or hostile toward him. Mm. I, I'm extremely mm-hmm. skeptical of the entire system. I've, I know that. You know, yeah. my, for this Babylon Rising, anybody can read my book and, and anything else I've talked about in that regard. I don't trust the whole system. Sure. But, sure. But, but this is like, he's like a wild card to me. Uh, he is still in the family. Um, as I understand it, there, you know, there's still blood relations to go back to King John Lackland. So he's still a family guy. Um, <clears throat> but he's an anomaly compared to everybody else before him. Um, I listen right. to him sometimes, and I'm like, man, I just—he's like a comic book, sh- you know, cartoon show, and I find myself laughing. I find myself in agreement, that, but there are other things that he does that I'm like, okay, dude, like right. I'm really skeptical about it. And you see my post, sure. I'm like, if yeah, Q yeah. and Trump are legit, why the heck is Clinton, Hillary still walking around? Why is Bill Gates still walking around? Why isn't the the swamp being drained? And people have heard my other shows and all this stuff, so I'm not going to belabor the point. But I hear you. That's I mean, just you. you know we got a minute before break, so that that's just the sort of the setup for where I'm coming from. You've come back with the yeah, but yeah, but for a number of these, yep. and so that's the reason why I wanted to bring you on. Uh, sure. I think it's only fair to hear both sides of any argument, frankly. Um, and as a brother and somebody who has been nothing but a huge blessing to my, myself, my family, and our ministry, you know, I, I want to give you that platform. So um, sure. uh, when we come back from the break, uh, l- let's talk about, well, first of all, like, how did, how did you come to know Q, you know? Um, right. And, and then, you know, th- there's talk of a final great awakening. So maybe we can kind of address that in the, in the next segment as well, right. uh, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, that could go any number of, of ways also. So, all right. Um, okay. With that, we will go to break and pick up where we left off after that. Can we talk on the break or no? Extendivite, a seven-herb combination made from garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite feeds our body with the right nutrients to keep us healthy. Just listen to what Arthur has to say. I was just calling to tell you what a great product you have. I had used this about, oh, 10 years ago after I had congestive heart failure. And it fixed me up and got me going for the last 10 years. Lately, I've been having heart trouble again. So 
To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies in a Capsule. It's a great product. And the one thing I, I like about it the most is that when you open the bottles, you can smell like the, the scent of the fruits and veggies. It's no genius thing to it. It's really just fruits and veggies, which everyone needs. And they kind of, you guys kind of put it in a way where you can take it easy and you can get it and it's natural. And, and that's what I like about it. You know, I like the product and, uh, I've taken it and, and it's, it's definitely made me feel a lot better. You know, I am a healthy person to begin with. Uh, but it's, it's a, it's definitely good prevention and, uh, it's definitely gives me energy and I feel like it's a natural thing. I like it. I really do. For a limited time, use discount code TALK to receive a 50% discount on your first preferred whole health system and have it shipped to you free. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go online to balanceofnature.com. Again, use discount code TALK. Fears the mind killer. Fears the little death. This is Uncle Walt from the Ironworks. Josh, Corey, and I have chosen to look at life with no fear. No fear of the unknown. No fear of questions about the supposedly well-known. No fear of ridicule for thinking outside the familiar fool's lines. No fear of the boot on the neck of those refusing the party line. No fear of taking on those so convinced of their beliefs they would sooner drink the Kool-Aid than believe they've been fools made. In this world filled with me too, cattle think. Can truth's protective layers be peeled back to show the tender, juicy pink? Are we all just grist for the mill? Souls sold against our will, or is that just, or is that just feel? When you're filled to the rim, TVality so fear filled and grim, break clear of the fear. Right here, Tuesdays and Fridays at 2 a.m. on TFR. Josh and I and you will hammer out the impurity of a technology-driven truth thing, fold in a dash of logic, and quench it all with a bit of absurdity. The Ironworks, break clear of the fear. You are now tuned into the truth frequency. Your protection from deception. TFR. Truth Frequency Radio. Mm -hmm. We're back on the Revolutionary Radio Project. I'm your host, Rob Skiba, and I'm talking with my guest, John Monroe. And, uh, you know, John, um, you know, the Q narrative is trust the plan. Um, now, I know as a believer, and I know you personally are trusting in the scriptures, you're trusting in Yahuwah, our God, you know, Yeshua, our Savior. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where your ultimate trust and hope is. So um, I know you're not one of those guys that are just especially as a, a fighting Scotsman, uh, I know you're not one of those just passive, let's just chill out and let whatever happens, happens kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've used that argument myself against the, the Q thing is because, 
you know, I, I hear that trust the plan thing, and I, I listen to other Qsters out there, if I can <laughs> use that term. Um, they're always like, don't worry about it. Just, you know, I know all this crazy stuff. You know, we've got the vaccines. We've got the 5G. we got all this. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. It's all part of the plan. Don't worry about it. And right. I'm going, man, like, you know, right. S- Senator Palpatine didn't give the uh, control back when he became right. the emperor, you know. Uh, the, the release of so many of our civil liberties and everything else uh, is, is very disturbing to me. Um, but before we go down that path... Um, I know you are a believer that we're headed towards a, a great awakening. And and I lean towards that as well, although I, I have been of the opinion that what I call the Ephraim awakening is already started in 2010 and that that mm-hmm. is the greatest awakening, you know, ever, uh, that it, it's just massive when you look at what, what has happened around the world since 2009, 2010 in terms of people uh, coming back to the Creator, starting in Genesis and, like, this massive explosion uh, mm-hmm. in that regard. Um, but you seem to be of a different opinion as far as some sort of a great awakening. So why don't you maybe address that and we'll segue sure. from there. Let me let me try to do my best to try to give you my perspective and what I feel the Father's, you know, speaking to me and what I'm hearing. Is, um, well, yeah, I was, I told you before, my Twitter, my, my experience in researching Q was mostly in Twitter and in YouTube, and I don't really use my uh, Facebook much except till lately. That's why you probably noticed all of a sudden I'm on Facebook a lot. Yeah. Because they, for the second time, they, uh, Jack at Twitter destroyed my account with my thousands of followers and just evaporated, gone, and all the things I was doing and all the people I was around. So I, I've been sort of surrounded by literally millions. I mean, people don't realize how big the Q thing is. I think we're in the millions now mm-hmm. that are following it. Uh, and, and, and I'm sorry, hundreds of millions. Well, yeah, and you, and you the one. hundred, a hundred million people. You showed me are, are the following uh, Q. Yeah. You showed me that you introduced me to the uh, Out of Shadows uh, documentary. Yes. That yes. has just gone like massively viral. Uh, right. That's so one. That's one sliver of the Q movement. Those guys are all. Yeah, they're all, all they all had radical conversions first, yeah, and then they found the Q, and Q did not inspire Mike Smith and Brad, and the guys that you know that were other people involved there, like uh, uh, you know uh, Kevin Ship and um, uh, uh, what's her name there? Oh, I, you know the woman there. I forget her name. To to just sit back and say trust the plan. No, they were active and in fact if you listen to Mike's testimony he fasted for 40 days before he released that video 40 mm-hmm. days mm-hmm. is that sitting back no he made this wonderful kick butt video mm-hmm. that's just tearing up Satan's kingdom right now that was inspired by the Q movement and there are I've seen that repeated thousands of times not that's one of the biggest breakthroughs because he had a, he had the spiritual power behind it and he was breaking through in the in the in the into the spiritual you know take tearing down the uh, the strongholds that were uh, that are trying to keep the world from seeing the truth about God and about everything so I was sort of like wow this is awesome and I've been following this I you know since February of 2018 and I'm just like you know this is my life is going great I love this stuff and I have a lot of people that uh, that are similar minded that are that are you know, Torah that are that are truthers that are cosmology and all this stuff, and that are also on the cute train. You know, they're like, this is awesome. God is at work, and we're moving toward a revival 
of epic proportions. And then because I got my Twitter destroyed, I had nowhere to go. So I'm over on Rob Skibus, like typing away, going, <laughs> all right, I got to let my thoughts out somewhere, right? <laughs> that <And>, explains uh, <laughs> it. Yeah, all of a sudden, like, where did John come from, right? Did you notice <laughs> right. that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Twitter was gone, dude. It was like, boom. <laughs> and, and, and I was in shock. I was like a, this bucket of water on my face, like, dude, all my brothers over here in the Torah movement are like, Ah, cue's a psyop. And I'm like, what? What are you guys talking about, dude? Where have you been? Now, I mean, I've been, you know how many thousands of hours I have into this is, you know, I can't even imagine. It's I can't explain it all to everybody in a few minutes, right? But, you know, I said, well, okay, um, I will, I will, uh, I will try to endeavor, and I try to, as you see, get involved. But boy, it was, it was like, eighty percent, ninety percent of the people on your board are like, ah, it's crazy, right? It's, it's, it's just making people sit back and do nothing. I'm like, I don't think so. So I didn't see that at all. And I try, I got in there for a while, but you know, I've kind of backed off and I said, you know what, let me just pray. And let me, maybe I tried to talk to you directly. And then eventually you said, Hey, why don't you come on here? So maybe this is sort of an open door to start a dialogue, to start people thinking from a little bit different perspective. And what I would like to do in this segment, if I could, is to try to, uh, sorry, I got, I'm trying to get my stopwatch here so I can keep track of the time. So to try to sort of put into context is, you know, people are saying, well, trust the Q plan means that you don't trust God's plan. And I would say, no, that's nowhere near what I think and all my fellow brethren that are following this. It's, is Q's plan fit into God's plan? That's the question. And then what is God's plan? Okay, so let me just try to talk. Let's step back and let's gain the father's perspective. Does God have a plan? I'm sure everybody would say, of course he does, right? Mm -hmm. He's the most strategic being ever to exist because he is God, right? And the entire existence in the last 6,000 years is, in fact, his plan playing out. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and and I'm going to go all the way back to the beginning when God was alone and he didn't make anything yet. Right. And God was alone. And I think remember when he made Adam, he says, it's not good for man to be alone. Right. And so and then he made man in his own image. And I think the father, he showed me this the other day, is like when God was alone, he says, it's not good for me to be alone. I think I'm going to create some spiritual companions. And he did. And he called them the sons of God. And they were angels. Remember, and there's a spiritual dimension was created first. Right. And the sons of God. And there was, of course, the some people like Zen think the very first one created was was the, the the morning star or whatever he was called back then, right? And who was the ended up being the first rebel, right? And he was uh, well, the, 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 in charge of all the music, and he was a great one. And then he finally got uh, you know he got puffed up with pride and he rebelled against the Most High. And you know the interesting part of it is everyone hears the story about a lot. You know if if you had a family that uh, that that that's you know told their daughter to marry you, Rob or me, right? And they had to marry you, and then you, but you loved them so much. You would like they were beautiful, and you were in love with them, but they would just they had to marry you, and that would not be very fulfilling, right? But if you found this woman that you were so in love with, and then you found that she was so attracted to you and she loved you, boy, I mean that's that's the story, that's the love story that the that so every movie's made out of right that's 
that's the story, really, that, and that comes from God. God wanted people to choose him. Everyone knows this story, that free will was necessary in these creatures that he made, right? He didn't want robots. He wanted companions that would choose to be. And, and that started with the spiritual pe- beings first. So there's a spiritual dimension made first, and there was a rebellion in heaven. And, of course, he wanted to be like the Most High, and he was cast down to earth. We know the story, right? And he went from the morning star of light. He was an angel of light. And then he became the prince of darkness. Very interesting, right? And now, and in response, and, and the other thing that God showed me was this entire story and strategy and plan of God that's been we've been learning about and listening and watching for the last well, we haven't watched for six thousand years, but we've been learning about the history, is really a series of ever since that moment, ever since the moment of rebellion, which the father I think knew would happen, right? And a third of the angels went with him. Ever since that moment. It's been a war in heaven. Is a war. And a war is a series of moves and counter moves. You know that, a military background. And every plan, every plan in the military, what do they say? It, the plan goes out the window as soon as first contact. Because then it becomes a mayhem. And it becomes, well, they did this, now we got to do that. And it's a move. And if you can get two moves ahead of them, you can win. And that's why intelligence is so important, right? You know that. So... This is what it's been, except it's been supernatural in a spiritual realm. But then God decided, as part of his plan, to deal with this supernatural war that he allowed to have happen because he wanted to have a companion. And he knew, as necessity of that, that evil would have to come because he couldn't accept rebellion. And so that's where this all thing had to happen. But he said, I'm still going to do it. Imagine that. He's still, I'm still going to create the spiritual sons of God. And then he said, and the angels of God were looking on with great interest, I think, at this moment. He says, I'm going to make another realm. We all live in the spiritual realm. He says, I'm going to make an earthly realm, and I'm going to create the earth. And I'm going to put a firmament, and we know what he made, right? And then I'm going to put man on there in my own image, and these beings are going to have flesh, and they're also going to have a spirit. They're going to be even better than the angels. And they all, I don't think Lucifer liked that too much. And he's going to be in our image. So Adam was made. And of course, that was a move of God towards his plan, which eventually was to get the seed, as you know, and the Messiah and the redeem and restore all things, right? But he had to go through and he had to let man have the same free will. And of course, guess what? He also got deceived by the serpent. And he also rebelled. And Satan actually made him rebel the same way he did. Because he said, I want to be like the Most High. And he got Adam and Eve to say, I want to be like God's too. I want to be my own God as well. So they all rebelled. And now we know the story. And then God cursed the devil. He cursed the humans. And he cursed the earth as well. But he promised a seed, which would bring eventually the restoration of all things. Now, are we in agreement so far? Yeah. I'm still waiting to see how yeah. that equates to Q okay. and the Great Awakening. Well, I'm setting, I'm setting the conditions because okay. I'm going to refer back to this. It's to see how does Q fit in with God's plan. See, that's my premise. That's what I'm trying to present to you guys. Fair enough. And does it make sense? So then, you know, we have this war in heaven, moves and counter moves, God's strategy. It's like a game of chess. But the father is always way ahead of the devil, right? He's multiple moves. He knows 16 moves ahead, right? And that's why he can always win. And plus, he's God, right? And uh, like the example is he would never have crucified the Lord of glory had he known Mm -hmm. the Father's moves, right? Because he was sort of like the hunt for it October. He's like, you know, (laughs) oh, I got him now. And it's like, oh, you idiot, you killed us. 
And then that move where he screwed up, he made a bad move. He he tried. He says, "I'm going to kill the son of man. I'm going to win finally. Yes." And instead, it backfired, and he lost his keys to the kingdom, to the hell of death. He lost his authority on earth, and the Messiah now is at the right hand of God and has all authority on heaven and earth ever since that time, right? So, never forget that. God has the authority. God has twice the size of the army. God and his army is twice as powerful than Satan's army. So we don't want to be afraid. Whenever the supernatural angels of God or God appears to man, what do they say? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I am still on the throne. I am God. So I want to make people to remember that. And so then, you know, then what does Satan do to counter move God? He still kills and destroys. We know about that. But he infiltrates and he divides, right? He infiltrates. So we had the book of Acts. We had the out, we had this massive move of God, the pure move of God, because these are the guys that were with Messiah, right? And they, and I, I believe they knew everything we know plus more. How's that? I'm sure of it. And uh, we, there's things they knew we don't know. I'm, that's what I believe, Rob. You know, I don't think Paul and Peter and those guys, you know, like, ah, shucks, I don't know about the cosmology or I don't know about this, you know. I think they knew that plus more. And they obviously knew how to operate with the power of, this, of miracles and signs and wonders in the ways that we, not many on the earth are doing today. And they, and they, and they really had God moving through their lives in, in, in a supernatural, in, in ways that, you know, I don't think the church is moving in now. But the enemy, and they, but they knew that the enemy would come because, you know, Peter said, false teachers will come. People will come in to deceive you. They'll tickle your ears, blah, blah, blah. And this is what happens. He infiltrates, he confuses, he divides, and then we lose our knowledge and understanding where the authority is, and then the whole entire church started off great, but then we have 41,000 denominations now, right? And all these people fighting, and look at what's happening now about Paul and everything, though, you know, there's just, uh, it's just craziness, right? Every, and it's, that's what he does, he wants to divide. So, but the Father, generally, whatever the Satan does, the Father turns it around for his purpose. He always outsmarts and overpowers the devil, right? So I'm just setting the foundations. So, and now, uh, and also, I noticed in the scriptures that whenever things look hopeless, desperate, that's when God shows up. Well, in that, I mean, on that point, you know, uh, I just forgot the scripture address. Was it first? Uh, oh, I just lost it. Uh, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven. You know, yep. heal their land, and you know, I've I've been of the opinion that yes, we know the apocalypse is going to happen. The prophecies are there. You know, uh, Revelation being the big one, but there are plenty in the Old Testament that you know elaborate and, and uh, correspond with Revelation. So we know that's going to happen, but there's no time and date stamp on those events. And right. so my position is, yes, those things are going to happen, but I don't see anything that would indicate that it has to happen on our watch. In other words, Nineveh, yes. look at Nineveh, look at Jonah, you know, right. uh, like Jonah's like, no, nope, let it all go to hell. <laughs> you know, you know right. just, and God's like, OK, you're going to have to take a little detour here, buddy, because I'm going to change your heart on some things. Uh, you know, come out of a fish three days later, he just shows up and the whole place repents. And then he has a pity party. Like, I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to forgive them. Right. Um, right. So, you know, I'm of the opinion that, you know, maybe we're, we are the Jonas and the world is the Nineveh. And hmm. there's an opportunity here uh, for a worldwide yes. repentance. Now, 
is Q a part of this? Is is because he does? I, I I will admit, yes. When when it comes to Earth, our Creator likes to do things through humans. He industry he 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 does things himself and uses angels every now and then too. But more often than not, I see him raising people yes. up and using them. Hey, you know, you got right. You got two million, you know, Israelites coming out of the Exodus and slavery, and you know they got you know, mountains to the side of them, Egypt to the rear and an ocean in front of them. Uh, and you know, Moses like, Hey, you know, <laughs> Hey God, what right. are we going to do here? And, you know, and, and the creator's like, uh, what are you looking at me for? You got the stick, you do it, you know, <laughs> well, raise I mean, a stick. The and then, you know, Rob, Rob, the scriptures, as we know, are filled with these stories, right? They're filled. You know, we talked the other night about the King of Syria of Sennacherib and, and, and right. King of Judah, and, and 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 you know it was hopeless. I mean, these Assyrians were the most brutal army maybe ever assembled, and the archangels slew the 80, 185,000. Interestingly enough, what's the next chapter? Hezekiah was told by Isaiah, "You're going to die," and he prayed, and he says, "I'll give you 15 more years." Remember that? Mm, yeah. And he got 15 more years. Well, that's interesting. And they, you remember, that's exactly the same story when he said, the, the, he asked, he said, Hezekiah, do you want the sun to go forward or backwards 10 degrees? Yeah. And he goes, backwards would be harder. Let's do the backwards. Remember that? Yeah. And he goes, okay. And it happened. So that's also a supernatural. So in other words, God, when he hits the earth, he does supernatural things, but he works through people. He works through Isaiah. And then, you know, we hear about, you know, I could go on and on, but I, I won't. We, we could go on for hours about all the stories. But yeah, we got we, seven minutes before have, the break. Yeah, right. So the are we coming to the end of the present age? I think that's clear because I think 6,000, we don't know the calendar exactly, but we know there's something pretty clear that 6,000 years and then the millennial reign, right? The six days and seven, right? And so a lot of people are pretty, you know, I don't think there's many that don't think we're near the end of the age, right? And um, we also, you know, you mentioned the mysteries of God are getting uncovered at increasing speed, you know, especially in the last 10 years. And you pointed out that great revelation about the seven times the, the punishment from the from the from the fall of the northern kingdom, mm-hmm. right, to get us to 2009 or 10, right? So we're having these evidences like that, and so and these truths are coming out, you know, and, and, and you know, the glory of God is to conceal a matter, and the glory of kings to investigate a matter, right? And look what's happened. I mean, I'm just going to list here. Antediluvian research, seven-day creation versus evolution, seed of the serpent, sons of Cain, bloodlines, Nimrod, Osiris, Nephilim, giants, watchers, extra biblical canon books, Enoch, all those books have been coming out. Biblical cosmology versus infinite space, whole Bible, two houses, Torah observance, ecclesia versus 501c3. I could go on. This is mm-hmm. all I've learned about in the last eight years. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. What is God doing that for, Rob? He is waking his church up, and I believe that's what the first four chapters of Revelation is. He's saying, hey, church, hey, you guys, you're a mess. Wake up, because something big is coming on the earth. And so I believe that's what, and then I got Joel 2. He says at the end, though, he will pour out his spirit on all flesh, right? And there's going to be a supernatural reset. I'll give you one more quick one. How much time do we have? Five minutes. A couple more minutes? Five minutes. Uh, have you heard of the David Wilkerson? You know who David Wilkerson is? The yeah. Sword and Switchblade guy yeah, yeah. from New York? Oh, yeah. For I those had, that don't know. I actually had the comic was, book <laughs> as a kid. I, I, I met him, okay, back in the 80s, back in that time. He mm-hmm. came and spoke. Uh, anointed. Anointed man of God. Powerful man of God. I was, I loved the guy, right? And so he had this pro- prophecy in 1986. I'll read it to you. I see a plague coming on the world, and the bars and the churches and the government will shut down. 
The plague will hit New York City and shake it like it has never been shaken. And the plague is going to force prayerless believers into radical prayer and into their Bibles. And repentance will be the cry from the man of God in the pulpit, and which is not now. And out of it will come a third great awakening that will sweep America and the whole world. Wow. Yeah, I've seen that quote. That's a meme going around Facebook. Uh, Somebody claims that his daughter or somebody close to him or whatever says that he never said that, that that was never... I have researched that. That's okay. We we don't have time to dig into that. I did see that, but of course, the enemy always comes back to to confuse. But I also researched, and from what I saw, he did say it. And in fact, uh, the the reason I know, well, the reason I believe it, the that it is true, is because there's another guy who just wrote a book called the Great, the Third Great Awakening, Mm -hmm. and um, oh goodness gracious, I'll come. Mike Evans. Mike Evans? You know that guy? No. Uh, he's, uh, uh, he, he, he also, and I met him back in 1984, and he's a mighty man of God, and he's older now. He's like 72. But he confirmed on a video I watched, he goes, this issue, he goes, I know David. I know he said this. I, he told me about it. So, you know, anyway, mm-hmm. enough on that. But that's a pretty powerful one. I, I don't want, I'm not hanging my hat on this one prophecy from one guy who's now dead. But it's just that's just an example and there's lots of prophetic statements not only from way back in 86 but now in the last 10 years there's a lot which we don't have time to get into but there certainly is a lot of prophetic things being said within the body of christ which is very diverse and everybody's fighting amongst each other and they won't want to listen to people because they don't believe exactly what i believe and i think the father wants us to be one as he and the father are one i mean sire and the father are one and the other thing i want to get to is the population of the earth and is, 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 you know, so huge. It's 7.8 billion. And the harvest now is the biggest it could ever be. Mm-hmm. And he said, pray the master. The harvest is great, but the workers are few. But pray the master of the harvest that he would send workers. Satan's plan is to depopulate the world. Father's plan is to harvest and salvation, right? Mm-hmm. That's the plan. And the counter move, and I believe that this great revival, this great third awakening, this final great awakening, to, and I believe Father's told me 3 billion souls out of 8 billion. That's what I believe. And I have reasons for that, but I can't get into it. That's the biggest awakening by far. And during during the year of the year uh, after Messiah left, people estimate there were 300 million people on the entire earth, 300 million. And let's say a third of them were converted. So during the time of Paul, maybe on the outside, 100 million people were saved, which is a lot. But to, compared to 3 billion, that's, that's 30 times larger. So I'm getting this number 30 times larger. So I see a much greater harvest and that's why he waited 2,000 years, because he wanted more. And I heard the father say, I am not satisfied with 100 million. I want more companions than that in my kingdom. And that's my plan. And that's what I got from the father. And then I also believe that if this does happen, in this massive awakening, and the heavens are open, and the believers wake up, and the book of Acts part two happens, now, very soon, that the Satan will not just sit there, he will do a counter move. And I would submit to you that if the greatest harvest and the greatest revival in the history of mankind and the power of God moving across the earth occurs in our lifetime, right in front of us, that serpent will unleash as a counter move the tribulation in the book of Revelation in response because he's lost control of the earth. There's three billion people who are no longer under his mind spell. And he's like, 
I and he starts to throw a temper tantrum because he's realizing he's about to lose the entire chess match, and he throws a fit at the end like a baby, and he says, "I'm just going to kill everybody," and he would kill the entire earth. It says a third will be murdered, and that we'll have a lot of martyrs. I'm not making a picture here. We're still going to have a third of the earth killed. That's going to happen. But before that comes, the harvest comes, and then the and then Yeshua says. He returns. He splits the sky. He will return because if he doesn't return, all flesh would be destroyed, right? And he he goes, all right, enough, Satan. You're done. Put an end to it. And he wipes him out with the sword of his of, of his word, right? And then he brings you know the battle armor again. And then we have the great millennium. And then at the end, we get him in. In the end, he does go to the lake of fire. So we get that working for us eventually. We got a ways to go. So that's sort of my thought process as to why. Uh, I think they, there is a lot of evidence scripturally in the spirit, you know, in, in, ev- in all kinds of evidence pointing to a great awakening, a final harvest in the end times. Okay. Well, um, certainly hope that's the case. We'll talk about we're gonna get, in the next segment. We're going to go right into Q and see sure. if that plays a part in any of it, and we'll see what happens. All right. Here we go. Frequency Radio is your number one source for news and information without the hate, hype, and fear. We're proud to feature cutting-edge programs like The Christopher Everard Show, The Covert Report with Susan Lindauer, Enemy Within Radio with Tom Barnes, Freaky Friday with The Woo Crew, The Gematria Effect with Zachary Hubbard, America's Evil Genius with Travis Cook, Phoenix Rising Radio with Phoenix. Quantum Connections with Lucky. And dozens more. Did you know? You can listen from any telephone by dialing 641-793-737117. Or call into your favorite show toll-free at 833-TFR-LIVE. Uncensored talking news you won't hear in the mainstream media. Truth Frequency Radio, your protection from deception. The Search for a Cure. I'm Jack Callahan, Fox News. The White House announcing what they are calling Operation Warp Speed to develop a coronavirus vaccine. The program aims to pull together public and private partnership. You have pharmaceutical companies from the private sector, government agencies, and the military with a focus on cutting the time needed to make a vaccine and enough doses for most Americans by year's end. I'm hearing them really firsthand. Good stories, very promising, but they have to test it. Oxford University and pharma giants Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson are each working on what they believe are promising possible solutions this fall, uh, including a potential vaccine and even human testing. Fox's Kevin Cork in Washington. President Trump says the federal government's social distancing guidelines will be fading out when they expire Thursday and states continue to reopen. The administration says that guidance issued 45 days ago now incorporated into the recommendations given to states to reopen their economies. Internal FBI documents have been unsealed about the Bureau's interview with then-National Security Advisor General Michael Flynn in January of 2017. The handwritten notes from a meeting with former Director James Comey and Assistant Director Andrew McCabe 
Joe, they openly questioned if their goal was to get him to lie so we can prosecute him or getting him or get him fired. Flynn's attorney, Sidney Powell. It's just absolutely appalling what these agents and then the special counsel operation did to General Flynn. It's abuse of their authority at every turn. General Flynn pled guilty to lying to the FBI, but has since tried to with tried to with that plea. Powell tells Fox's Hannity she believes the federal judge in the case must now vacate Flynn's conviction. Despite a dismal report on the gross domestic product, which fell 4.8% last quarter, Wall Street up Wednesday. The Dow gained 532 points. NASDAQ up nearly 307. America is listening to Fox News. This is Truth Frequency Radio. The wicked ones obviously under heavy, heavy Masonic We're back on the Revolutionary Radio Project. I'm your host, Rob Skiba, for the second hour of the broadcast. I'm talking with my guest, John Monroe. And, uh, you know, I, I, getting old, man, like, <laughs> my memory is not what it used to be. But anyway, the verse that I was quoting is Second Chronicles 7.14. If my people, right. which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now, that's where I put my hope and trust. Now, during the commercial break uh, just now, we hear about this new Operation Warp Speed thing. And I got to tell you, man, there's so many things that Trump's doing, uh, toting the company line with vaccines and stuff like that, that I'm like, nope, <laughs> it's not working for me. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that that I just I can't wrap my head around. And I understand the cosmic chess mass match and I understand what you're trying to where you're trying to go with all of that. But you got to help me out here, man, because like okay. it's not adding up. No. So, wh- well, what know, is? We don't, I mean, we have to do a two-hour show just to talk about vaccines. You know, I mean, we you know I can't True. delve into every topic, Rob. True. I still need. This is an introduction. This is a conceptual thing, and you know, I can go down those rabbit trails, but there are a hundred rabbit trails. Okay? So let's just and go I to. I do have answers for those. For the, I don't have all the answers. Just like in the kingdom of God, God doesn't tell us everything. Right. We have to trust him and uh and, and so in in the, in the same way the q operation they can't just publish everything every step that's going to happen in the next three years because that's ridiculous they would you can't tell the enemy everything you're going to do you never do that right well but so how much have to- how much ground do we give the enemy you know i understand art of war and you know all that kind and of the stuff enemy, you keep the, your enemy the, enemy's, we, the enemy's defeated we have authority over the enemy we have to get in the spirit and use the spiritual power that we have as the kingdom, as, as, as the ambassadors of Messiah on earth. We have all authority in heaven and earth with him. And we have the ability to tear down the strongholds. And we not to be afraid. The report, I hate, I don't want to be offending anybody. The report of the brethren that I saw in, in my friends is the, is, the, is the eight spies who were killed by the plague. And they were not 
operating in the spirit of Joshua and Caleb, who gave a good report. And how did they get that good report? Joshua prostrated himself in the Holy of Holies, in the presence of God, and God showed him and spoke to him, and he was connected to the spirit realm. And when he went to see the giants, he says, we got this. God will destroy our enemies for us. That's what we have to say. When we're walking around looking at the enemy going, Rob, what I hear you say is, look at the size of that 35 foot. No, oh no, my God. no, no, that's no, not what I'm saying no, at all. We're in trouble. No, that's not what that's I'm saying. That's what I get from you when I hear that, man. No, what I get, what I get from the Custers is, hey, let's just, tr- let's trust Og of Bashan. I'm like, no, 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 no I, I'm, well, not, I'm not. That's, that's, a, that's a bad reading, dude. No, no, listen, we could talk. No, that's not what I do. No. I have I have a way I, I could we, we don't we can't I don't want to go down every rabbit trail, like you know vaccines 5G on and on, but we we can eventually do that. And All right, let's so let, let's, let's I, back up. I, I would have to let's wait, back I would have to lay a bunch yeah, of information yeah, yeah, on yeah, you, yeah, yeah. which I know about, but I I would take me an hour just to go through it. Yeah, in the interest of time, let's just back up. Right. Why do you believe that the white hat narrative is is real right. and to be trusted? Okay. So, the first, I just wanted to make one quick point, Rob. The reason I even found Q was because of Rob Skeeber and Chris Wheeler show on the Revolutionary Radio. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. So it's all my I fault. To, <laughs> and, I, and I listened to it again in preparation for this show, and it was really interesting to listen to Chris. Have you been in touch with him at all? Yeah, not recently. Uh, not in, okay. in this regard. We were talking about other things, but yeah, he was no the problem. one. Uh, people could go back and watch that sh- or listen to that show or whatever. But yeah, Chris Wheeler was the first guy that he's like, Hey, you ever hear this Q thing? I'm like, what? Exactly. And uh, so, so I listened to that and I was like, Oh, well that sounds interesting. <laughs> and I went and found the QAnon.pub, which is a place they publish these Q posts. And, and I started to read it and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And my spirit and, you know, and I, you know, praise God, I have good discernment from this Holy spirit totally bore witness with everything I was reading, but it was almost like too good to be true. Mm-hmm. It was like, wow, all right, this is great, but really? Wow. This is like, my goodness, this is like an answer to prayer. But I was skeptical. And then I found, you know, I found people and I found, you know, a, 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 there's a 24 seven live stream where people, and it hasn't stopped in two and a half years, 30 months, they have not stopped 24 seven live stream where people talking about this, if you can believe it, that's just one. There's literally now thousands and thousands of YouTube channels. Some of these YouTube channels have 700,000 followers, 500,000 followers, 300. This dwarfs the flat earth movement. It dwarfs the Torah movement, dude. It dwarfs it. The amount of people, hundreds of millions of people all over the world and every country are, 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 are seeing this and they're waking up to it. So get it, take that in mind, the scope of it. And I, I think nothing like that could happen. And this happened in a short period of time, unless the Father is behind it and the Holy Spirit, I find a hard time believing such a thing could happen. But then, it sounded too good to be true, but then I found all these Q proofs. In the very beginning, and you haven't gone through all that, and we don't have time to go through the Q proofs, we could do a whole show on Q proofs. I started, he, Q started to say, well, listen, you guys are not gonna believe me unless I prove to you who they are and they went through a whole bunch of stuff and I was like and I and it took me about a hundred proofs till I finally says alright I give up All right. it's they've proven themselves beyond any shadow of the doubt and now when Q talks he says we're beyond proofs people if you don't believe we are who we are like just go away then 
you know that's where we're at now so but you can go back and study the proofs and you know blow your mind and a lot of those proofs have to do with trump himself his twitter things he does at his at his, his rallies these rallies are amazing i mean who ever seen a president has rallies and there's 50 80 100 000 people every time what is that dude that's a move of god and so there's things going on. We've never seen anything. There's so many things that we're seeing on the earth. We've never, we certainly never seen a, the whole world shut down for a fake virus, mm-hmm. right? Or, oh, sorry, I'm going to get banned from YouTube now. But <laughs> a, a coronavirus, a pan, you, know, you know, we all know, all of us in the, in the movement, we weren't sure a month or two ago, but now it's pretty sure what's going on, right? It's crazy. But that's an operation. That's a black hat operation, man. That's a massive one. That's in that type of operation is very risky for them because if that gets revealed as an operation, they're screwed. Mm-hmm. They're screwed. Well, you and know, that's exactly in that, what's going to happen. In, by in, in that regard, exactly what's yeah, I can I can buy that narrative. Um, it, it, you know, people say, you know, give give your enemy enough long enough rope to hang himself. Uh, right. I can see that. Too. I'm going to be honest with you because I, I look at Burks and Fauci and all the stuff. And, set up. And, and it, it, I, I pray that you're right. Uh, that maybe, okay, if I was to just switch sides for a minute and hang out in your camp for a while, I could see yeah. where, uh, uh, you know, if the intelligence community, if the white hats are, are the intelligence community, I mean, these people, it's called the intelligence community for a reason, right? They're smart. Yes. And if, if they are you know, using a, a you know, Sun Tzu art of war type of tactic with Trump mm-hmm. as their figurehead and saying, just, just let this play out, pretend you're playing along, go with it, and watch what happens you know, when, we, when, we, when we pull the rug out from under them, like the whole house of cards comes tumbling hey. down. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. That's why I, I said in the beginning of the show, I remain cautiously hopeful while Good. still being extremely skeptical. So, hey, my goal, Rob, is not to convince you in one discussion here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't expect to. I just want to start to lay the foundation of why, of what I, God put me, and God does it with my life a lot. I mean, He's 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 big in my life. I don't, you know, I'm not. I'm just saying He does. He's moving in my life a lot over 38 years now, and uh, He does stuff like that. And it was a reason why all of a sudden I got pulled into this because there was going to be a time when people like me were going to be needed to explain things to help people understand things so that's what i believe so you know so i uh uh, let me just get my train of thought where i want to go with this so you know why basically you're asking why do i believe it's a white hat operation and uh and and so um, you know, everybody knows the story. I don't, you know, I don't want to bore people. You know, it all started in October 2017, right? An anonymous post on 4chan, and now we're up over 4,000 of these posts. And and you know, and it's the you know the president, you know, made this statement about 21 days beforehand. He says this is the calm before the storm, and that's how it all started. It was called the calm before the storm in the beginning. Right. And then Q521, and I'll refer to Q. It's like, you know, it's like uh, that post number 521, which is a long time ago. He said, this is the highest level of intel ever dropped publicly in the history of the world. That's a pretty big statement. And he says, you are to use it to protect and comfort those around you. Okay, so there's information there. And all throughout the thing, you have a theme of exposing darkness. Mm -hmm. And he also continually tells you, I can't remember how many times he puts, one of the posts is Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. He just posts the whole scripture. And he says, pray pray the spiritual world is real we are under attack people are dying pray 
would the black hats say pray mm. over and over and over again? Would they keep telling you that this is a spiritual war? Would they keep exposing the darkness and pedophiles and all this satanic ritual abuse? Would they? I don't think so. I don't think they need to do that. They have already have control of the world. Why would they do that? They don't want the thing that they fear the most is exposure. They they fear the light more than anything because they're in the darkness, and they also in the light the darkness cannot uh, dispel the light, and and they also fear a public awake, mm-hmm. and a public that's not divided that's unified against them. They have no chance. Right now, that's why they control the public through the mockingbird media. Through I mean, it's in, the way the technology now is so amazing. I feel so bad for young people. They're they have no chance right now, Rob. If the father is weeping, they have no chance. They're brought up to to, to be transgenders for crying out loud, mm-hmm. and to be LGBTQ. I mean, I have my grandchildren, and my heart is weeping. And I'm telling them, them don't even send them. We have to. You have to go home. I, mean, I, I can go on. It's horrifying. And then they're all got their face. We all have our face in their phone, in the screen. And these are mind control techniques. These are MK Ultra CIA mind control. It's happening on a massive scale, and it's and it's uh, the veil of Satan, is blinded the minds that he's he's has sway over the whole world, and he's blinded the minds lest they see the truth. It's like scales, and Father knows that, and he is grieved, but he's letting it happen for a time because he's gonna what is he gonna do, Rob? He's gonna switch it around. He's gonna use what the devil wanted to destroy and to depopulate and to, and, to, and to cause everyone to worship him, he's going to turn it for good to wake people up to get a final harvest before the Satan reacts negatively and does what he does in the book of Revelation. So we talked about the group of military intelligence. You know, and I, you started earlier and you kind of touched on a point I was going to make, but you know, I spent 32 years there, Rob, mm-hmm. and I moved up very high. I was in the Pentagon all the time, uh, 30 times a year, all the time. I knew the Pentagon. I met a lot of people. I met, I met, I hung out with chiefs of staff of the Marine Corps, four-star generals, three-star, I'm in meetings with them. I knew them, went to dinner with them. I saw it all, very close and personal. Uh, two stars, three stars, colonels. I, I knew all these guys and other DOD, senior executive service people. And uh, I was very, very good at my job. And I was put in high places, and that's what Yad does, right? And I saw it all, and I saw really, I had some of my best friends in all the world that were some of the greatest souls that I've ever met. They were all military officers, and you know, I mean, a lot of them, you know, I kept they they worked for me after they retired. They were retired generals, retired colonels, and they we we just love each other. I mean, they're awesome people. They're mighty men. Uh, many of them are believers, but not all of them. Okay, and uh, so I've seen that. But then you know what? It was a weird thing, and we would talk about it amongst ourselves. These guys who would become friends of mine over the years. There's some dark forces going on, and I saw it, Rob. There was a club that we weren't in, and all of us could get to a certain level. Like in Out of the Shadows, they talk in Hollywood. There's a certain line you can't go above unless you bend your knee to bail, right? Mm-hmm. It's in the. It's also in the DOD. It's everywhere in the government. It's everywhere in the world. It's in the media. It's everywhere, and it's almost like there's no chance, Rob. We're screwed, right? Yes, we are screwed. Just like King Hezekiah was screwed when the Sennacherib was coming at him, but they prayed and they says, "God is going to fight your battle for you." You have with man, Yeshua said, "This is impossible," but with God, 
all things are possible. And so we have to tap into the spiritual realm. We also have to realize that the fight is in the spiritual realm, that the armies of God, the host of heaven, are at war in heaven, and they are fighting these battles against the strongholds that have principalities and powers and dominions and all the different hierarchical levels in the spiritual realm that are causing this darkness and this mind control over the whole earth. This is not being ignored by Father or Holy Spirit. He is actively fighting against it, and he's calling upon us to intercede, go to our knees, repent, clean up our own hearts, and pray in the Spirit like you've never prayed before. And the anointing of intercession and, and the unction is upon me in the last few weeks, like, like it's bringing me back to my first love, the way I prayed for hours and hours and hours and hours back when I was a young buck, a young pup in the Messiah in my early 20s. I feel it in the Spirit. I know it's happening. I'm not deceived. And so I have seen it, and I know that there is, and these men that I knew, I can totally tell that, and, and, I, and I can, like an example is Mike Flynn, Lieutenant General Mike Flynn. He's such a man. And um, I never met him, but I knew people who knew him well. And I knew, and, and, and he is a godly man. I mean, he's a Catholic, but he's a godly man. He's a God-fearing man, you know? And, uh, and, you know, he doesn't have all doctrine right. Okay, but, you know, we can't get hung up on that. But he is definitely, and he's about to be exonerated. Have you seen that news? I, I don't know much about that. Okay, well, it, it was just revealed. You're about to see it. He's about to be uh, completely exonerated. And the reason it's taken so long is because the treason and the treachery that was happening in the beginning of the Trump campaign in Trump presidency, which was the Russian collusion hoax. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And all the Mueller and all the Comey and all these guys and there's hundreds of them involved in DOJ, CIA. They're about to be exposed. And, uh, and you know, you, you'll find out. I well, can't we, get, we, I mean, we've been know. hearing that since 2017, you know, the sealed indictments right. and, you know, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, they're but, still there. There's 163,000 of them right now. That's a fact. There's no way around that. Well, then, they're still there. Whether or not that paperwork exists, I don't know. But I'm still well, seeing. I'm still it's, seeing it's these. Not a, it's not paperwork. It's, well, it's, a, it's but, a government website. Yeah, but there's Luciferian psychopaths are still walking around. I don't see any of these people getting okay, locked Rob, up. Okay, Rob, let me let me try to address this because this is clearly a big stumbling block for you. It's huge. Listen, like why no, are I these guys still walking let me, around? Let me, I want to try to explain it to you. Let me see if I can pull up something here. Okay, I'm going to pull up. Q3966, which is just April 15th, just 15 days ago. And one of the Anons said this, you have this sense, he's writing to Q, you have this, uh, you have to sense the tension building, Q, it's becoming a tinderbox in here. Right? It is. It, in the Q world, we're like, wow, this is happening. Stuff. And then Q says, imagine if we weren't here. While difficult, it is important to understand this must be done by the book. Average people must be able to digest and accept factually what these events are ha that are happening. The FISA is the lead-in, stage one, act one. So what I just talked about, the, 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 the um, Flynn being freed and the treason of that being, being uh, exposed and then, and the indictments and people going, you know, what we think eventually, you know, maybe military tribunals and actual treason and actual executions, because don't forget, Bill Barr, just reinstated federal executions two months ago. That's important. And he won the battle in court. He a year ago, 
He says, I want federal executions again. And all the liberal judges said no. And he got the Supreme Court to say, yes, you can do executions. Well, that's interesting. And then the bad, and here's what Pew says, bad actors. Here's what he's saying. He says, guys, I know it's been a long time, but it's not that long. Two and a half years, that's not that long, Rob. Bad actors had to be removed. Good actors had to be installed. Sleepers had to be uncovered. We are ready. Think of Barr's public statements recently. Hugh. Okay. So it's patience, Rob. The things had to happen behind the scenes that are beyond your understanding because so much evil. I, I, I was there. It was like, I, that's why I retired. I was like, I got to get out of here. This place is a mind, it's a mind meld. It's a trauma-based mind control place. It was like, even though we would, we would say stuff that was right and they would go, now we're doing it this way. And we're like, what, do, what are you guys, what's wrong with you? Because they had their own agenda. So when, and it's the when's same the first thing, one you know? going down? I, that's what I want to know. Is like, what, we've heard well, all listen, these promises, but I don't see well, no, anything. No, 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 no. Okay. Here's another, here's another thing that Praying Medic, who's a great guy to watch, uh, he he went on and he laid this out really well the other night. He says, look, guys, Q never said that the operation on the board and the information that he's dropping, which is now 4,000 drops, is not there so you guys can speculate on what the few, uh, you know, uh, you know, prophesy about what's going to happen next week or a month from now, three months from now. That's He never said that. He says, watch the news. And then when you get the news, then go back and reread the post in, in, that that tie into that, and that will start to connect the intelligence. This is the way they gave you intelligence. They couldn't give you intelligence that would violate OPSEC, right? That would violate classified rules, right? So they had to drop it in crumbs and then tie it back together. That's why future proofs past, past proofs future. Because so there's a. In other words, that's what it's for. It's the board is there to help you for, to to help you us guys out here to not freak out exactly the way you're freaking out. Like, what is going on? Why aren't they doing it? Why aren't they arrested? Why is Hillary Clinton walking around? Well, because, well, another good thing he says, we could arrest Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, go down the list, Mueller, Comey, and, and a thousand more of them, right? We could have them all executed tomorrow morning. But if we don't change, if God doesn't show up and change the hearts of the people on in the America and the world, other evil people will just take their place, Rob. Think about that. Well, fair enough. I, I mean, evil right. is not going to give up, but, like, come on. Like, no, Q, give no, us but, some, no, but, something but, to hold but, on no, to here. Well. If this is a, legit. Okay. So I just don't think it's a fair thing to say that because it didn't happen on your timeline or someone else's timeline, and also you have been influenced by a lot of the Anons are trying to predict the future, and then a lot of times what Q says is, guys, I didn't say that. I didn't say that was going to happen by April 10th. I didn't say, you guys assume that. Now stop and, and listen to me. That's what he says sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay, or no, they, It's I think it's a group of 10. And he says there's seven military and three civilians. And one of them is Donald Trump himself. That's important to remember. He is in the queue. And, and by a lot of people don't realize that Donald Trump has like an IQ of like 160, just mm -hmm. so put that out there for people as well he's a brilliant man and he's been taught he's been dropping truth bombs for 10 years on twitter if you want to go back and look at it um you know so okay back see if i can come back to uh where i was we got, uh, we got four minutes before the break <clears throat> okay uh let me just try to touch a couple quick points um it's okay here so so what is q all right what is this thing 
it's a it, it is it is a critical component. It isn't everything of what we're seeing is a war to systematically destroy what they're calling the old guard. These people that control the world, the media, the universities, everything. There's a a war to destroy them. That war, some believe, started in 1962 when I was born. That's interesting. Or 63 when JFK was assassinated by the CIA by George H.W. Bush, by the way, was in charge of that operation. And they they said then, oh, my gosh, we have to take these people out. And it has taken 58 years to get to this point. So two years isn't bad. And so this movement right now, when the Qs in the last two and a half years, it's to it's building a worldwide digital army of patriots who are aligning themselves and encouraging themselves and exposing darkness. And it's a back channel of military intelligence without violating national security OPSEC. Very important. And they have to use special methods to do that. And it's brilliant when you see it. And I understand it a lot better now, but it would take a long time to get into it. Q is not a crystal ball to predict the future. It's not trying to prophesy to you. He's dropping intel so that when the news drops and you see things happen in the natural, you go back and you look at the post and he reveals wisdom, comfort, and intelligence. And he breaks the mind control of the mockingbird media. The greatest fear of these people is people awake and united. Their tool is to divide you by race, class, religion, everything. We know that principle in the scriptures. A threefold cord cannot be broken, right? A house divided cannot stand. This is scriptural stuff. And, and it's, he, his purpose is also to teach, not his, the team's purpose is to teach and to train that army of people, which is now literally millions and millions of people. It's phenomenal. It's to teach them how to be one. That's the prayer of Yeshua. I pray that they would be one. They would be united. And that's the big, the motto of Q is where we go one, we go all. Watch the movie White Squall. You know, I cry every time I watch it. It's a beautiful movie. And uh, he's aligning the viral channels of truth streams, aligning them. Right now, if you look at the truth movement, Rob, it's a melee, people fighting. And you're, you're in the middle of one right now. Mm-hmm. And so it is a melee. But the people in the queue, there's alignment. They're not perfect alignment, but there's a lot of alignment. There's a lot of God in that. God brings people together. Satan divides and destroys. So there's a God proof. Teach common sense in consistency. He's teaching. He's training. People are – and also another thing I saw because I was involved – I got involved with Q – only it was only three months old. It was brave. It was Wild West when I got there. And you know what? Out of all the thousands and thousands of maybe tens of thousands of people I've met online, it's amazing to me how many of them already, number one, were already believers. Number two, a lot of them were Torah. A lot of them were flat earth. A lot of them. Like a very lot. In the beginning, it was like most of the people I met were like that. They were like, yeah. I was like, dude. That's the other thing that confirmed to me, Rob, back then. I was like, wow, this is definitely God, man. All these people have, have seen the truths that I've seen. And now they're here. Dude, this is great. And Father's just bearing witness to my soul. And then now, then that, then others came in and not everybody's got there. But in the beginning, it was that group. And I was one of them. And, 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 but now, um, um, uh, uh, so, so, so hold he's, that, hold he's that bringing people together. Hold that thought. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> yep. go ahead. We're going to break. Pick up for this final segment.
From the dawn of man, we have turned to nature to help attain balance within ourselves. But somewhere, we lost our way. Western culture is once again remembering the healing benefits of CBD, the non-psychoactive component of the hemp plant. That's why more and more people who use CBD report relief from inflammation and chronic pain, balanced blood sugar and cardiovascular system, relief from muscle tensions, tremors, migraines, headaches, anxiety, depression, and the list goes on. The big question is, where do you get it? Iolife is a 99% or CBD oil made with all organic ingredients, and it's available to TFR listeners worldwide. If you use coupon code TFR at checkout, you'll get $5 towards your order. Head on over to iolife.com now. That's A-Y-A life.com. Hey folks, guess what the number one phrase that Life Change Tea receives by email? You ready? We love this tea. We love this tea. Time after time, week after week, we love this tea. Life Change Tea gives you more energy, a beautiful cleansing, and fulfills its slogan perfectly, the tea that makes you go. So if you want to be on your health game, log on to getthetea.com and order Life Change Super Strength Tea. Packages come ships by one man. 242 years ago, a small group of free men crafted a new nation built on liberty and freedom. Global elites have been fighting to destroy this new nation called America ever since. Based on actual events, Charm of Favor tells a true story of how they corrupted the election system. They infiltrated federal agencies and murdered witnesses, judges, and even presidents to keep from being caught. Now, the largest and wealthiest crime syndicate the world has ever known has been drawn out of the shadows. They have killed hundreds of Americans and recently attempted to assassinate half our congressmen. Still, they escape arrest through an almost supernatural charm of favor. Read Charm of Favor and be prepared to open your eyes to what may lie just around the corner. Charm of Favor is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Real people, real radio. Initiating the truth frequency. This is Truth Frequency Radio. back on the Revolutionary Radio Project. I am your host, Rob Skiba, and we're in the final half-hour segment of the broadcast, so, uh, yeah, we got to get busy here. Um, yep. Listen, man, 
uh, I see, you know, the plan of God, the uh, great awakening, all that kind of stuff as, as, as a separate track. I, I see apples and oranges here. You see them combined. Um, sure. Uh, I guess you know, my big concern is, like I said earlier in the broadcast, that you know, look, Senator Palpatine did not give back control after he reorganized the Republic into the first galactic empire and instituted Order 66. Um, for the Star Wars fans out there, you know, that's where the Emperor became the Emperor and took over. And we we are right now watching one civil liberty after another, you know, being taken away. We're seeing churches not being allowed to do things. We're seeing all kinds of stuff that would take two hours or more to go through. It's complete insanity. How is that all going to turn around? And how certain right. are you that we're not looking at a black hat operation that's simply yeah. designed to get us all to be passive and let it happen, you know, with, with no resistance. Well, I don't, everybody that I know in the Q movement has energized a hundred, I'm, I am energized times a hundred of where I was before I came at Q. So I see no evidence of anybody in the Q movement other than full on energy. And energy is great, but we're losing outer, everything. <laughs> no, no, but Rob, you're looking in the natural, my friend, you got to look in the spirit. You know, and you know that's you know you just you know do we believe God or not? You know, do we believe that Satan is stronger than God? Do we believe that these powers cannot be defeated? No, I don't believe that. No, I don't believe it, that either. But it, you know, it, does, I, I, it doesn't look it doesn't look good right now. But this is exactly what I said earlier. When it looks like it's hopeless, is when God shows up, and God is showing up. He already he's already at work, and I believe he's at work in a lot of believe. One other thing back when I was saying all these people that were already in the kingdom, but then a lot of other people, I remember in Flat Earth, tons of people came to Christ through that. Remember that? You, you know well, that. It's and still happening. Still happening. Yeah, it's it's still happening. happening. Yeah. Exactly. But guess what? The same thing's happening with Q. I have seen thousands and thousands of people come to Christ because of Q. Very well, interesting. Yeah, persecution in, in difficult times they've seen does yeah. that. Exactly. So that's good. And by the way, you went to Albania, right? Was I that did. where you were? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was way. That was as bad as it gets, dude. Mm -hmm. They kill people for even praying, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, so that's already existed on the earth. And worse things than we are living right now have existed on the earth. You know, the people when you know when the Assyrians took out the northern kingdom, that was pretty bad. When you know when the Babylonians took yeah, over, but like I said, this Asia, is that was pretty bad. You where's know? Q that fit was into this? Worse than what we're dealing with. I, I get that. Well, where does he? Where does it fit into it, Rob? It's waking up the people, and it's going to exp and, and they're trying to remove the blockages, which means corrupt judges, corrupt DOJ Department of Justice people, corrupt FBI agents, and by the way, thousands of them have been fired, and you know this there is a work that's happening, you know, and just be patient, you know, yeah. things don't Rome wasn't built in a day, all the things you can say, but things take time, just because it hasn't happened. And the first six months of Q showing up, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me that you would say, "Oh, Q's no, fake." That, he didn't no, it's, it's months, not. It's not just know? that. I mean, yes, we, we can we can argue that this cabal thing has been going on for you know hundreds of years, and they're not going to undo it. Six in three, okay, whatever. <laughs> but it's not going to be undone in three years. I get that. I'm talking about like what's happened in the last three months, like that that well, I see. No, no, no. That, this is this current situation of this coronavirus. This is a massive massive overreach by the black hats mm -hmm. okay they have overdone themselves it's very simple 
Trump's they're, they're letting it happen right now because now all of the all of the tyrannical, I'll call them wicked governors, are doing these crazy things like you can't buy seeds and you can't. And, he's, and they're trying to stay in your house for another year. They're trying to destroy people and destroy their lives, and that's going to be exposed, and that's waking people up. A lot of people are waking up, but there's also tremendous amount of fear and confusion right now. There's all kinds of there's all kinds of shaking going on, and I agree with you that we need God to show up quick, and our prayers should be more fervent every day. So it's driving us to our knees, and I believe that's exactly where God wants us to be because then Second Chronicles 7.14 starts to happen. If my people, we need repentance. We need the spirit of God poured out, and the, and the judgment starts, Rob, in the house of God. Well, I get that. So why do I need cues? To... <laughs> like, I mean, I'm on, I'm fully on board with all that. Like, Rob, 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 Rob. Really? I didn't say you need cue. I said you should thank God. I do. Okay, here's my question: Are the do do you believe it's? You already said it's possible that God has placed men in strategic places that are doing things behind the scenes that are going to, that, that God is literally, you know, uh, wants to have happen so his plan can come to pass. Okay. His plan, I believe, is a awakening and a revival in the last harvest before the tribulation. That's, I believe, where you are. So in order for him to do that, Rob, he has to what? He has to break the MK Ultra mind control over the whole world. That is not simple. There are so many people who are just blinded, and that process to do that is not a trivial thing, and that's what's taking time. And I think, like I said earlier, you know, if this, as as these evil, what I see happening is this: Q is about exposing evil by using the intelligence, right? Because you know we can track all their phone calls, and we can track. The, the, and Q keeps saying we have we have all the information we need to expose them, but if we expose them now and arrested them now, right, the, you know, some corrupt judge will let them walk. It would be even worse, right? So we need to expose all the right, in other words, they got to put all the little charges in the right place before they blow the whole building down, rip the temple of, of Osiris down or whatever they're doing, you know, and, and otherwise, if it doesn't come down, you know, it won't, it won't, it won't have the effect that's required to, then the people can wake up, and if the and once and, and I don't think you waking people up to just truth, waking up to that everything that they've been listening to on TV is lies. That's a big step, but that doesn't teach them the truth about the gospel. That doesn't teach them the truth about the scriptures, and that doesn't introduce them to the Holy Spirit. That's the job of the of the of the ecclesia. That's what we now the harvest. This operation is tilling the ground. It is preparing the the, the fields to be harvested. And so now, because right now, when people are so so blinded to the truth and so filled with nonsense in their heads, Rob, it's very difficult to reach them with the, with the, with the, with the message of truth, right? And it's very difficult for them to become born again. And, and But now this opportunity is shaking, is happening, and it's going to make this opportunity for something amazing. And I believe three billion will be saved, just like 3,000 were saved on Pentecost. Oh, don't forget, this is all happening right now. We just got over Passover, get the sin out, and now we're coming to Pente uh, to Shavuot, right, in about a month from now, right? Mm -hmm. And and that is the pouring out of the Holy Spirit, right? And that I, I see, that could be, a, and I'm not predicting the future, I'm not into that, but 
these things are lining up. Oh, another thing I heard Alan say on the, on the other day on YouTube, he says, you know, because of the amount of people on Earth, the last Passover that we just passed was probably more people on Earth celebrated that Passover than any time in the history of the world. That's interesting. Remember, I texted you, this is going to be the greatest Passover since 33, 30 AD. And uh, I believe that because, and, he, and if you remember, when everybody was locked in their house, all these Christians who don't do Passover were doing Passover. Did you ever see that in the news? Uh, I mean, I knew that this was a a different Passover than many. I mean, we yeah. the, the parallels to the Exodus that yeah. we're seeing, you know, are, weren't lost on most people. I think. I think. That, I think people are getting that. Uh, right. But so we didn't get an Exodus. We, I mean, we're all still here, locked up and being, you know, uh, in slavery. That that appears to just be getting worse. So, you know, Rob, I'm having a hard time understanding why you're 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 just like, well, if it didn't happen yet, I don't believe it. I don't I don't see how. Oh, I'm just saying, it, it, if if to cue or not to cue, it's like, okay, yeah, like I I'm I'm asking you to bring something to the table that would help me to even oh, okay think that this yeah. is something I should cling to or or. You know, not cling, well, no, not cling, I, I, not cling no, to, but 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 yeah, think wanna, is I don't think yes, yeah. I, miss, I misspoke to something that I should even consider as legitimate because <laughs> that okay at this point well no I mean, no we we could dig down you know like I said we have fifteen there's minutes there's only so much there's only so much time here I mean I just don't have time to dig into every topic but I'm trying to give sort of an intro and touch on these topics at a top level um, but you know. Um, trying to th- all right father what do you want me to do here um you know i have this page where i was going to talk about okay um uh, i kind of already touched upon this you know what the q thing is that's inspiring all these people to research truth right everybody's digging down rabbit holes i, I, w- I want to make this point this is a good point what i saw in the movement in the beginning, it was thousands of people, and then I saw hundreds of thousands of people, and now I'm seeing millions of people researching the same topic in unison and on the same day. Because when a drop comes in, it's like, and everybody, a Q drop comes, and everyone's like, oh, let me look at hydroxychloroquine. Oh, let me dr- look at uh, satanic ritual abuse and Anderson Cooper and Gloria Vanderbilt. Oh, let me look at, uh, you know, uh, you know the 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 what the, uh, the 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 General Flynn exoneration stuff, and 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 people dig, and it and it and it's everybody's researching, and then they all get together and they share. It's like this high. It's like this amazing confluence of information comes, and it's like rich gold. It's amazing, and it reminds me also of you know the you know, the weekly Torah portions, right? The whole people in the kingdom uh, that are following Torah. We all read from the same portion every week. Not always the same, but, you know, a lot of them are the same. And that's sort of powerful, too, because people are talking about the same topic. And that's sort of what God does. So I see these parallels. The other thing that's very important that Q does and why it's there. See, I'm not asking you why you need to believe it. I'm just trying to tell you why it's there. You can take it. You don't have to take advantage of it, Rob, because whether you believe it or anybody on the listening to the radio researches it or follows it or doesn't believe it or doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's still going to happen. Things are still happening, whether people believe it or not, because God's, you know, he's not dependent on people believing him to him to to, to work his plan. He's going to work his plan. There's no way around it. God's plan will come to pass. Another critical piece is now, and, and that's and another reason why everything hasn't happened right away is he has to protect the public. 
if they move too fast and these guys get, you know, imagine this cult that runs the world, right? It's a cult. It, you know, Q uses that word. He says, uh, where is that? It says here, the cult, this is a Q, Q189. The cult runs the world, but the world is fighting back and destroying the cult. Their need for symbolism will be their downfall. Q post 189. So, and then he says, you are witnessing the systematic destruction of the old guard. And that goes with, people can read Deuteronomy 12, 2 through 3. It says, and God, God says, tear down the high places, you know, of where the nations, you know, tear them down, break down their altars, smash it, burn their Asherah poles, and, you know, take their mighty image. God, that's God. Um, and then I, and, and so, so, so these are the things that are happening. Oh, and, and, and uh, back to this point. And, and so, so if, if, if those people who are running the world, are threatened what's a cornered animal do it's dangerous mm -hmm. they're going to do bad stuff in this coronavirus thing it turned out to not to be as bad as people thought but it could be you know nuclear war if that's real or just things that are unimaginable that they don't want to have happen so they have to be very careful he actually used that analogy how do you approach a dangerous animal do you do you, do you walk right up to them no you have to work carefully around them and you have to trap them and trick them to get into a trap and then you destroy them. So it's a very complicated, multidimensional, faceted problem. And he doesn't want people too many, they're trying to minimize the absolute wiping out of populations. And, and so there's, there's that angle to it, why it takes some time. So please be patient, you know, this, this, this thing, you know, it, you know, Messiah hasn't returned yet, and that's what the that's what the scoffers would say. Why nothing's changed? Where's your Messiah? He hasn't come back yet. I mean, people have been saying that for two thousand years, right? Well, we're trusting the God's plan. It's going to happen someday, right? Similar, but not. You know, I don't think we're locking at two thousand years here. Obviously not. Everyone will be dead by then. But you know, the one thing that Q did say is the start will be high profile, or the the, the start of the great. He says. When the arrest, the first arrest indictments occur, there will be a, it said a mass population awakening will occur, and that will be the start. He keeps calling it the start. And it says the start will be high profile arrest related to treason via state secrets declassification, it appears, and then an avalanche. Don't forget Epstein, he didn't kill himself. There's a whole big piece there. And then, you know, you did, you did mention the pacer.gov. People can go to pacer.gov, public asset access to court electronic records. That's pacer.gov. It's a, it's a, it's a judiciary, a judiciary, a federal judiciary website where they put the sealed indictments, 163,000 of them now. In typical, any year before 20, 2017, there's never been more than 1,500 per year. We have 163,000. What is that? And by the way, each of those indictments could be 500 people or 200 people or five people or one person. It varies. So there's a lot of people who are at risk here. This is massive. This is, it, Q says, this is so big, it's beyond your comprehension. Be patient. This is massive. And only, what, if there was a group, Rob, of military people, and I knew them personally, and you knew some, that would, that would take on this challenge. Hey, I think we're going to try to expose the cabal that runs the whole world, and we're going to work, and we're going to take this on. That is bold and audacious beyond comprehension. I wouldn't do it. But the only way people could even do that is if they were inspired by God. And don't, you know, I don't discount that just like Satan's cabal, they worship Satan. They meet with Satan. I believe some of them actually have 
interactions with the dark spirits and they actually manifest to them. I, mean, I believe that, like what Bill Schnoblin talks about, right? And I, what is, and what does God say? But also, when he has his people on earth, the angels appear to them. I, I wouldn't be shocked if angels appearing to these 10 people. I wouldn't be shocked at all that God himself is giving them the wisdom to do this because this couldn't be done by man. You couldn't do it. And of course, we need we need to continue to to draw near to God during this time. The church needs to wake up. There's a lot of things, and I just want to make this one point about the the Torah, uh, the Torah group. You know, I'm a Torah follower. Listen, I, I'm not. I don't want to criticize people, but uh, I'm cut from a different cloth. A lot of the people in the Torah movement have rejected the gifts of the Spirit and the moving of the Spirit. Not you, but others have, and they mock it is kind of and all this stuff and they're not listening to the spirit and they're not hearing the voice of the spirit they're using their own minds they're puffed up and love you know love pride uh, 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 knowledge puffs up but love builds up we need to move in love in the spirit and people need to just drop their uh, defensive mechanisms and start to say am I broken before God clean your heart up before God until you weep and break and have him show you what's blocking you from hearing his voice and why you're afraid of the movement of the spirit why you're afraid of the gifts of the spirit that is not of god that is false teaching and you guys don't you you think you're so wonderful that you know everything but you're not you know he says you think you're wonderful but you're dirty so you know none of us are clean and for the and, and the divisions that exist between the body of christ exist because of pride and puffed up and those are the things that father wants to clean up within the house of God so that we can be what one that was the prayer of Yeshua father I pray that they would all be one just as you and I are one wow I don't think we're anywhere near there Rob we got a long way to go to become one and 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 and, and you know you you agree that you you can be brothers with people even though they don't agree with everything you say that's got to be part of it because there's so many disagreements between people you know all you're going to do is make more and more denominations and that's how denominations are made and that's not the oneness in the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace that the father is looking for you know i mean all all of the stuff that you're talking about uh spiritually i totally agree with and you know i find myself when i'm listening to you i'm thinking to myself well you know if we if we do the second chronicles uh 714 um, and the creator starts to move and he uses something like you, you know, okay. I mean, I could see, I could see that happening. Um, you know, see, okay, well, that's what we've been praying for. Like I was just thinking like with the food shortages that we're running up to, I'm mm. against the meat market, the way animals are treated. And I like, right. I, all of that stuff is pure evil, frankly. I mean, it's just pure evil. Yeah. So now we have the meat market shut down. I'm against GMOs. So now we have farmers dumping crops. So on the one hand, I think, okay, well, I should be rejoicing, right? Well, yeah, but at the same time, they're they're euthanizing millions of animals and dumping huge volumes of otherwise edible food that people need, and we're going to mm. end up in a famine. So I'm going, okay, like... <laughs> You know, be careful what you pray for. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't. There's... Well, Rob, I, I think I think we got six I think minutes. the Father is transforming everything. I think the Father is going to transform the food. We're going to because I think you know this whole model that we went to, 
which we see all the Monsanto and all the bad stuff that's happened and all the food that people eat is not even food half of it. Right. It's full of all this negative stuff that's killing us. It's horrifying. You know, the model needs to go back to local farms, local food. I think that's where we go eventually. That's not going to happen in a day. That's where we're going. The whole banking system has to be ripped apart and mm-hmm. rebuilt. And that's a big thing. So we're rebuilding the media. We're rebuilding the food supply. We're rebuilding. We're destroying pharmacia because that whole thing is 90% junk. Mm-hmm. The whole pharmaceutical industry is, you know, I'm sure there are some cures and healing, but 90% of it, I think, is demonic, in my opinion. And, and, and we have to rebuild the media, rebuild the government, rebuild uh, universities and education, rebuild the church, which is totally deceived in 15 different ways, Rob. Now, that's a pretty big job that I just said, my mm-hmm. friend. That, that's a lot of work. That's going to take 50 years. I'm not 50, but it's going to take time. It's going to take at least 10 years to, 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 to work through those things. And so this is not something that we're going to just snap our hands and like, ah, finally, all that got fixed. All right. High five, baby. Well, I'd like you to know? just see one thing get fixed. <laughs> I mean, right now well, I'm not seeing Bob, anything get fixed. We, well, okay. I'm just brother, I love you. Just be patient. You know, <laughs> things are going to take a little bit of time. Things are happening. We are about to see big things on from what we see. Again, I'm not predicting. I don't like to give dates. Next week, this is going to happen. I'm not saying that. But it looks as though very soon, because they said Flynn should be exonerated this week or by Monday. So that's in the news already. It's already on the – I don't really watch the news, but I, I see it on my feed. That's – you know that's coming right now, and then it, and it said the re, that's another thing. The reason why Flynn didn't get exonerated earlier was because all the evidence to exonerate him was being used by Barr, Attorney General Barr, to uh, indict to 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 indict and to prove the treason of these bad people that did that. And so if sudden, you know, and, and when that happens, so yes, he gets in, he gets, when, when you, when you see, would you have to admit, Rob, if you saw a whole bunch of people, James, John Brennan, James Clapper, Hillary, you know, whoever, you know, a bunch, James, you know, a bunch of people, Andy McCabe and, you know, on and on the list goes, um, you know, Peter Strzok and, and, and Page, you know, finally arrested, finally brought to justice. That would probably like everybody would feel good about that, right? And uh, and and that's and then it's and if Q said when that starts to happen, it's the dam's going to break and it's going to be like a flood. It's going to be like a white squall. He said. So, you know, but like I said, there's and even when all that starts to break, the we have to as the as the body of Christ, we have to get our act together. Because if and if and if if this opportunity, this awakening happens first, it's an awakening to reality. It's like the Matrix. You get unplugged, right? You get it out of the back, out of your head, and then you still now you have to just be. Where do I go from here? And that's why we need to be the ones that take them by the hand and say, "Come into the kingdom of God. Don't just go get deceived and go back into another place." You know, and so the you know the workers are few, and and that's another thing in the Torah movement. There's no evangelism, Rob. None. I mean, you know, I just don't see it. I don't see the evangelism. No, I no, see everyone yeah, just looking yeah, inside. Yeah, you with, know? with or without Q, I'm with you on all of that. I mean, yeah, well, uh, that's a problem. No, I get it. People, you know, we, we, you know, and, but this is where we, the Father's heart 
is evangelism, is bringing people into the kingdom, not sitting there and studying our Bible so much that we know everything and we go, aren't we great? I mean, no, listen, don't get me wrong. I love the scriptures. I don't want that to be taken the wrong way. I love the truth. I love divinity. But we also, we can't lose our heart for the lost. God's heart is for the lost. Mm -hmm. well, you know? You're not going to get any, you know, disagreement uh, uh, from me on any of that, for sure. Right. Well, uh, we got about a minute well, and a half left. Okay. Where would well, we just We scratched the surface, brother. Scratched the surface. Uh, we tried. Where would anybody go to look at anything that might convince them of what you're saying? Well, I would recommend to people is there's a lot of people uh, as a starting point for people, especially in this audience. I would start with a, a guy named Praying Medic. His name is Dave Hayes. And he has a YouTube channel called Praying Medic. And he also has a Twitter feed called Praying Medic. He's a good guy to start with. He, he puts out videos usually at least a couple times a week. Whenever Q's posting, sometimes more than once or twice a week. It usually half an hour videos if you'd like to watch what he's saying it's a good way to keep in touch with it without getting because many of the people who follow Q they can say crazy stuff and that's where you know and, and you don't want to you don't want to judge Q by what some of his followers are putting YouTube channels out about right mm -hmm. just like a you know you can't judge like the flat earth else. movement yeah you know you know what I'm saying there so but I think good good Dave is a great guy he's a believer praying medic he, uh, is his YouTube channel Praying medic, and, and he's really a good guy. I would start with that. And if you if you if you're curious out there, just watch what he's you know follow his channel, and and read watch his videos. You'll see several a week, and just see what he's saying and see if it starts to make sense. It's going to take a little time. Pray, pray in the spirit. All right, brother. And, uh, ask We're God, out of time. You know. I appreciate right, it, man. Thanks, John. Good time. <laughs> Thanks, sir. Thanks, bro. Thanks everybody for listening. See you tomorrow night on Zen Garcia's show, continuing our Enoch study. Good night, everybody.